Hello, my name is Bide Miologunde and you're listening to episode 153 of the Bid Picture Podcast. On this episode, I'll talk about the ongoing rebellion against the return to the office that is growing more serious by the day. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Okay, so companies requiring in-person work are facing pushback and those with looser policies find that flexibility makes recruitment easier. After months of return to work starts and stops, many tech companies, including Google, Apple, and Microsoft, now tell remote workers that it is finally time to come back for good or show up part of the week. As a result, employees who fled the San Francisco Bay Area and other high-cost tech hubs earlier in the pandemic or who just prefer to work from home now face hard choices. Either move back, try the super commute, or hold out for a concession or a new job elsewhere. So the emerging power struggles will indicate how much leverage remote work converts in other sectors have as more employers call staff back into offices. A competitive job market plus the relative ease with which businesses adjust to work from home over the past two years have encouraged many professionals to try to say goodbye to offices permanently. Two-thirds of the workforce said they would find a new job if required to return to the office full-time, according to a survey of more than 32,000 workers by ADP Research Institute. According to the Pew Research Center, of those who quit their jobs in 2021, 35% said their reason for doing so was because they wanted to move to a different area. Suppose highly skilled tech workers have trouble flexing their market value. In that case, many other remote workers will likely want to stay put too. A group called Apple Together says more than 1,400 current and former employees of Apple signed an open letter to the company executives saying they should reconsider the office return policy, which requires employees to work in person on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays as of April. Overall, Apple employs more than 165,000 people. A quote from the letter says, quote, Stop treating us like school kids who need to be told when to be where and what homework to do. Office mandates are proving to be recruiting opportunities for some competitors. In April, Airbnb announced employees could work from anywhere without taking a pay cut. According to a spokeswoman, in the three days following the announcement, the company's career page received around 800,000 visitors. In addition, Twitter and Zillow have said most employees can work from wherever they want. So workers in tech have long had the advantage. Their skills are highly sought after in nearly every industry. However, as the pandemic dragged on, flexibility became not just a perk, but something companies needed to offer to hang on to talent. Therefore, eager to stay competitive, companies have increasingly accommodated their workers and, in some cases, walked back in-office requirements. However, there are signs that the balance of power may shift. Netflix, Lyft, and other big names in tech have posted disappointing quarterly results recently, a clear warning sign that leaner times may be ahead and skilled workers won't be in such high demand anymore. 
companies, including Meta, say they are slowing down hiring and Peloton, Kavana, and others have announced layoffs. Some tech workers who have relocated and now don't have permission to stay remote say they are in a standoff with HR. They've been called back into the office, but they haven't moved back yet. As a result, they are looking for remote-friendly roles internally and elsewhere. So despite some signs of a downturn in the tech industry, tech workers who want to stay remote will have options if their employers won't accommodate them. The number of U.S. employers posting tech jobs hit a record level in April, despite initial rumblings of a downturn. This is especially prevalent in the tech industry, where companies simultaneously slow down hiring, move workers around, or even lay off people in one area of the company and then hire workers in another area. Companies with disappointing earnings can always scale back signing bonuses, but continue to offer remote work as a perk for new hires. Google recently called its workers back on a hybrid schedule that requires most employees to be in the office three days a week. Some employees have complained that it can feel arbitrary because the policy is implemented mainly at local managers' discretion. According to a spokeswoman, more than 14,000 of Google's approximately 166,000 employees have requested to go fully remote or transfer to a new location. The company has approved 85% of those requests. So to wrap up, I talked about the ongoing rebellion against the return to the office that is growing more serious by the day. So that's all I have for this episode 153 of the Bid Picture Podcast. Thanks for listening. Beat Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Abidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at Bidemi. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.